is good, everybody? Welcome back to the pod here at the new location. Friends, I'm your host, Winter, and I'm super excited to be joined today by our very own Miss Universe Australia finalist, 23-year-old fashion model, Jessica and Jack. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are we? Oh, I'm so well. Dude, How are you? How are you doing? I'm, oh, mate. I've been really well. I'm super happy that you've made it today. I need a holiday. It Dude, has been it's been quite hectic. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> I, we were talking earlier before, we were talking about school, because everyone listening, we went to school together. Jess and I <laughs> Really good friends in year seven. Okay, let me just say this though. <laughs> Jess was one of the cool girls. She was definitely part of the popular group. I will say that. But she was always very, very humble. So easy That's to come so up kind. to. No, I'm not. I'm honestly, I'm not just fucking buttering you your. You know what I find interesting is well. like everybody's perception of high school is so different. So my particular per- perception of high school, I never felt like I was a popular kid at all. Mm. So I think like it's interesting that you're saying that because I never felt, I never felt that, you know. So you're looking at me like I'm like excuse me. Your eyes like twitching like Bitch, we had to move when you was coming down. No, we <laughs> no, I remember I still remember year seven, you said to me, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a cheerleader. And I said, Okay, then go do it. You became a cheerleader. The next time I saw you, you said, Abby, I'm going to audition for Girlfriend magazine. Oh my god, stop. I remember, I remember this. That. And I said, Oh dude, how exciting. Now, I've blabbed, blabbed on too much. Can you just tell people exactly what it is that you do? I do a lot, and I also do a lot of nothing. Like, I feel like I'm the biggest procrastinator of my life. Like, I'm just – I have a lot going on my plate at the moment. I am modelling. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got my own business, babysitting children. Wow. Um, so I do that. I guess that that's kind of like the money earner. That's my, my way to – make sure that I'm getting by because modeling can be very like flaky. You could have five jobs one week and then for two weeks have nothing. So I think getting into this sort of industry, it's, it's really tricky because it's not really stable. It's not like, you know, a nine to five job. So I think, yeah, juggling that with also study can be like super demanding. And some days I'm just super flat and I'm like, I, I have no motivation to do anything and it can be really, really challenging sometimes. But um, yeah, that's what I do. That's what, how long have you been modeling for now? Um, I honestly started when I was really young and it just didn't take off. I was told by agencies that, you know, you'll probably do better as an older model than a younger one. So, you know, I copped it on the chin. I still did um, fashions on the field when I was a child. Mm -hmm. Um, I did as much as I could just to enjoy it and still be in into it and I guess still ignite that passion um but yeah it wasn't until I I think I was like 15 I was like I want to start I want to start doing this um I had a couple photographer friends and they would just take photos of me for brands and Mm. it was completely free I did not make a single dollar but I thought I was the coolest person ever because my dream was like starting to become a reality and it was just yeah I guess that's how the ball started rolling Wow. So obviously when agencies were telling, these are grown as people telling you, Hey, maybe not now, but later on, mm-hmm. how did that make you feel at the time? It was, it was, I would have cried <laughs> and gone home. Okay. I think like 
when you're a young model, you've got your parents with you. So my mom was with me um, and she really tried to push me. She tried to push me with acting. I still remember the lines of this like one acting role that I went for. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But when I actually auditioned for it, I completely froze and I lost everything and I obviously didn't get the role. So um, I think, yeah, having your having a being a child model you've got your parents with you and mm. mum kind of let me down easy she made me feel like it wasn't a big deal like it was fine and so yeah and it was and I guess look where we are now I feel like younger me would be so mesmerized by the things that we that I am doing now and what I'm achieving now and mm. I still don't feel like I've made it I, I'm still really eager to keep going and like pushing yeah. So to keep going, yeah, keep hustling because I know you've done so much. I was I'm not going to say stalking. I was, <laughs> I followed you for a while. Okay. I've known you for a long time. I've, I, I've seen your TikToks. You were a finalist for Miss Universe Australia. Can yep. you tell me more about that? Oh, that was honestly such an amazing journey. It looked awesome. Yeah. It was really cool, but it was during like peak lockdown in Melbourne, which was really, mm. really difficult. Um, I know everybody had their struggles, whether it was whether their business were going under, they couldn't work. Um, yeah, there was a lot going on in Melbourne particular, in particular. So um, being a finalist for Miss Universe Australia competing against so many states that were open and free, it was like really difficult to like get content and compete against other girls that had like all the time in the world or like they could leave their house. Yeah. You know, we weren't allowed to leave. So um, when things started opening up, um, I got the opportunity to go on the finalist trip. Um, all the Melbourne girls couldn't go. I just happened to have a, um, a rural residency, so I was able to leave. So you were the only one in Victoria? Yeah, that got to go on the trip. Yeah. So there, were, there was, I think, five other finalists, but I was the only one that could go because of my, literally because of my driver's license and my farm that I have. So I was able to fly out and I, when I tell you, I was having butterflies, like my heart was beating out of my chest because like, I didn't know if I stepped off that plane whether I'd be like locked up into hotel quarantine and then missed the trip. Um, Luckily that didn't happen. And I had the most amazing trip. It was like 5am starts. You'd get your hair and makeup done. You do photo shoots, you do catwalk training. And it was just like that for a whole week. Um, You do appearances, you were constantly recorded. Um, and you were with girls that don't get me wrong. A lot of the girls were really beautiful, but it was quite nasty behind cameras. Like some of the things that would happen, you were just kind of, (gasps) it was so, it was, it could be catty sometimes. It was very, girls are bitches. Okay. Girls are nasty. When it comes to competition, Uh, when there's one, like only one position that you can get, girls are bitches. Yeah. And we're bitches because I was the only one from my state. I knew no one. So I was going in like. Oh. Yeah, I was I was like the odd one out um, going into that competition in that um, state final. Uh, was it national finals? Yeah, the national finals trip. I was kind of like odd <laughs> because I was the only Victorian girl. But I honestly made such amazing relationships with so many girls. And I've got lifelong friends from that whole entire experience. The um, director of Miss Universe is honestly one of my favorite people. Mm. He is, he is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the people that are behind it they're honestly so lovely it's kind of it's interesting because it's nothing like I would have expected it to be you know 
um, we still catch up whenever um, anyone from interstate comes down, whether it's the directors or we always do like a family dinner, even though I'm no longer associated. So yeah, it was just incredible. So when going for Miss Universe, Mm -hmm. what is it exactly that they're looking for? I think because that's the million dollar question. I would like to know. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I don't know. I've seen, I've watched the things on TV and they ask all these questions and I want to know this. Okay. I need you to answer this. Why is the answer for whatever question it is? Why is the answer always world peace? (laughs) Please explain Um, from a contestant herself. I think also, um, I think they, um, ask you challenging questions Mm -hmm. to, test how well you're going to do because at the end of the day you're representing the country yeah and they need to kind of break you down and see who is going this survive because in australia it's nothing compared to i've heard horror stories of girls that go over to compete in the miss universe like the world um to get the world title it's hectic out there those girls like some sabotage each other's clothes and like it it gets hectic so they really prepare you and challenge you in those questions um I got some I got some really interesting questions that I had to um answer off the cuff like out of nowhere yeah so I had to do like an interview um they asked me if I was um prime minister (laughs) what I would do yeah what would Um, you do Jess, I answered. If you were prime minister, what would you do? <laughs> well, because I am studying veterinary and wildlife science, I have like a environmental, I guess, point of view. And so, if I was prime minister, I would implement um, what are they called? Windmills. <laughs> okay. Why windmills, Jess? So windmills um, generate power as we know. Um, and in Tasmania, we have a lot of wind. So if we, <laughs> you're Ooh, looking she at did me like, research, guys. you're looking at me like, uh, yeah, where, like where's Tasmania. this going? That's okay. Okay. So, um, there's enough wind power in Tasmania to generate power for the whole of Australia, Papua New Guinea, and, um, some parts of Asia. So we would not have to rely on coal and mining and all of that jazz to generate power. We could do it completely renewable sustainable energy so that's what i do but i also didn't do my research apparently it kills a lot of birds <laughs> so um, found that so later on <laughs> when they were giving you these questions did they give you like training on this is what we're going to be asking these are the type of like we're going to head into like this type of category like how would oh, you no. know how to answer it no you're just kind of they give you like a couple of questions like that you know you you're going to be answering um and then there's like w- one or two questions that like they throw you and you're like, um, mm. and you have to just, you just have to talk your way through it. And they do that on stage. So the fact that I was in like an interview setting, that was nothing compared to what they would have put you through, like in the, you know, world competition. Yeah. So, um, I you... feel like I'm more than just, just that. I oh, feel yeah. like, I feel like today when you introduced me, like, I don't really see myself as like, oh, a model and, you know, Miss Universe Australia. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, there are amazing things that I achieve and do, but like, I'm still a regular person. Like, mm. I'm still like 
in my tracksuit pants. I was in my Elmo pajamas right before I came here. Like sexy. I, yeah. you know, um, there's like so much more than just that side of things. And I think sometimes on social media, especially on social media is that you don't realize that people are just like normal and, you know, there's life behind the filters and behind, mm. you know, what they're showing you. Like, and I still see it with my friends. Like, they'll go to like an amazing dinner with their partners and then they'll tell me like, oh, we were fighting so much over dinner. Like we were just so, you know, at each other, but you don't see that stuff. And sometimes it's nice to just be reminded that everyone is normal and like things happen and it's life. (laughs) What is advice you'd give someone trying to get into the same, I guess, journey as yourself? Just give it a go. I mean, you're going to regret not trying. I think it's so easy to just conform to like a stable job that keeps you flowing. But like, if you just give something a go, whether it's modeling, whether it's crocheting, whether it's like whatever you want to do, if you, you said crocheting, yeah, like whatever, whatever you want to do, <laughs> <laughs> like if, if you want to breed dogs or you like, how are you ever going to know that that's your passion? If you don't at least give it a shot, like, yeah, if, right. If you try, like if, say modeling let's just use modeling because i guess that's my area of expertise (laughs) but if you want to just jump into the deep end and just do it it can be daunting but if you don't try how are you ever going to know are you going to get to the age of 30 i mean modeling especially has a shelf life are you going to get to you know 35 and be like you know oh like i wish i did that do you really want to get do you really want to get to that point or do you want to just like Put yourself out there. Worst case, it doesn't work out, but at least you know. And if it doesn't work out, you can always try again. Um, I don't have a modeling agent. I was turned down by so many modeling agencies, but I'm still doing amazing things and I don't let that stop me. You know, like so many people hated on me in high school. So many people were so nasty well, to I me. Well, I never thought that. Um, and I think there's a lot of stigma around... Um, you know, being, you know, having, having looks and being kind and, and just being nice. Everyone thinks you're fake. Like everyone, no one wants to see you succeed. And I think that's why I'm not really friends with anyone from high school because like even my group was just constantly putting me down. Like I never felt, I never felt uplifted. It was always so bitchy and catty. And I feel like they brought out the worst in me because I was constantly surrounded by negative energy. And I think, yeah, it just was really crappy, to be honest. But it's kind of like that bittersweet moment that you're like, I'm glad that happened because like, look at me now. Like if that didn't happen, who would I be, you know? Yeah, I feel like that does, especially after high school, you kind of realize that, yeah, we were great friends, but I'm totally heading in a whole different direction. Yeah. Do you just think that your environment was just not helping you get to where you wanted to be look not that like you use people in order like like a stepping stone it's not about that it's more so like even if you're in different fields it's like uplifting each other and like being proud of each other's successes i mean a lot of my girlfriends are in completely different fields Mm. but i'm now surrounded by like-minded people in the sense that we've got work drive we've got there's so much going for us there's so much positivity like even you guys like you're surrounded now in a house full of people that are determined to do the same as you. And I think that's an amazing thing. That's the only way you can succeed is 
if you're surrounded by shit, you're going to stink. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I love that one. You know, you don't want to stink. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Who do you think has been your biggest supporter or pushed you in a positive way? Who's your biggest influence? I know this is going to sound so cheesy, but my mum, my mum is just, you know, I always thought that she would really push me into like, okay, like I know you love modeling, but let's get a real job. But she never did that. Um, she's always been wanting my best interest, even with uni, mm. you know, like when I was struggling, she was like, if you don't want to do it, like, that's fine. But like, don't waste your time any further. Like, let's try something else. She's never been somebody that has been like down my throat. She has honestly been uplifting me from the start. She was the one there, like helping me do my little outfits when I was, when I was doing um, fashions on the field, she was making my fascinator. And like, (laughs) she was there with her camera, like down the aisle, like in Mean Girls, Regina's mom. That was my mom, like just so proud. And she was just there always. So you brought up uni and it just reminded me of, um, do you remember school, was it school counselling or something like oh, that? Gosh. School curriculum, yeah. what was it? Course counsellor. Course counselling. <laughs> and I remember you told me a story. Can you just tell everybody exactly what happened that day? Oh my gosh. So I was in the course counsellor office and she, what they do, they kind of see what kind of path you want to be on and they show you different university um, courses, TAFE courses, whatever you want to do. They show you all of that. And I remember saying to her, like, you know, I I really love animals and like, I'm enjoying biology and I'm doing great with that. But like, I really want to model. And she said to me, okay, but like, I'm here to help you with a real job. And I think it's sad because I look at it, maybe her generation isn't really equipped to, you know, the creative industry because there's a lot of fields that I'm sure she wouldn't have been familiar with outside of university you know university qualification she did help me get into the course that I'm in now but it's quite sad that she turned to me like to my dream and made it insignificant because yeah it's it really made me feel like maybe it's not possible yeah but you know what I think every Every person who doubted me and it just made me want it more and it just made me push for it more because I just wanted to turn around one day. I wanted to be at the 10 year um, high school reunion and I wanted to be like, oh, I've done it. I've done it. Fuck all you bitches. I did it, motherfuckers. Like I wanted to do that because I'm like, fuck you. All of you shut on me. Like you really put me down. Like, here I am, you know? Yeah, I can just imagine you walking through the year seven um, locker bay <laughs> as the young Jessica Kernjack and now walking in as the 23-year-old Jessica Kernjack who has made it. Or 25, <laughs> you said 10 years, so what, are we going to be, like 30? Yeah, I don't know. You said something about shelf life with modelling. Yeah. So unless you make it, like, really big, um, it's really difficult to advance your career past, like, your 20s because, you know there's always going to be someone younger, hotter, sexier than you. And unfortunately, modelling, I mean, I feel like when I was 19, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not 16 anymore. Like, agency's really going to want me. 
And then at 20, like I felt the same. Now I'm 23 and I'm still like, I'm no longer 19. Like an agency's going to want me. Like, but I'm still getting booked. Yeah, yeah. I really should push myself more for it. Um, and like we were speaking about earlier, taking that risk and putting everything into your dream is like something that I haven't quite done yet. And I can honestly say that because I've still, as much as I love the kids that I babysit, I still have that almost like a safety blanket in case, you know, I can't make ends meet. So I think breaking away from that, as much as I love the kids, like that, that's the next step for me Mm. in order to pursue this because it does only have, I only have a limited amount of time, you know? I remember when I was younger and I'm like, oh my gosh, I would love to be, I'd love to be on a website. Like imagine I am on a website that people are buying clothes from. But once I achieved that, I was like, no, that's no. next. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Cool. Um, you bought my shirt now. <laughs> now what? Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think you're constantly evolving and changing and your goals are like slowly growing and changing with you. And I think like we spoke about at the very start when you mentioned me, you know, wanting to do cheerleading and wanting to do mm. all that stuff, like my younger self would have been so proud of what I'm achieving now. I think in the moment you're so like hesitant to acknowledge how much good you've done. I did Miss Universe Australia. Like what? Yeah. My younger self would have been like, what the hell? That's so cool. Yeah. The one that got let down from Girlfriend Magazine. She'd be like, what? <laughs> it was my Facebook profile picture for so long. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness. So you mentioned um, uni. What is it that you're studying? Um, a Bachelor of Veterinary and Wildlife Science. So what's that? You want to be a vet? If I like, don't, worst comes to worst? Like you don't, don't become... I think, again, like talking about the safety blanket and all that stuff, I remember saying to my course counsellor, like, I don't want to have a plan B because I like, you know, if modelling doesn't work, like, because I was emphasising, I want to do modelling, I want to do acting, I want to be in that field. And they're like, well, like, at least you've got a plan B. I'm like, but by setting up a plan B, that's already, that's already discrediting plan A. That's already me not believing that plan A is going to work. But I think also being in media and being passionate about animals and wildlife and all of that stuff is something that I also want to get into. So I've decided to study because at the end of this, I'm hoping to be like an influential figure that can really bring attention to what's happening to our world in terms of our earth um all the animals um that are you know at risk of being extinct Mm. and us facing our sixth mass extinction so that kind of stuff i find really interesting and i'd love to incorporate like science and into media and be an influential figure like david edinburgh kind of vibes yeah (laughs) do you think as a model and like being in the profession that you are the industry that you're in you need to be careful with what you say. Yeah, I think definitely being in Miss Universe too, I felt like I had to like bite my tongue a bit. Um, but, and I'm a very like stubborn, like, oh gosh, I can be quite fiery. And like I say what I think and I'm so passionate about things, but that can definitely come across the wrong way. And I think like in high school, I remember pe- people being like, oh, she's so fake, she's so stuck up. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just nice to everybody because I have no reason not to be. Mm. And I think, yeah, I don't know. 
I remember this girl in high school literally pulled my hair on the bus and like would sit on me. And like, do you remember those like school cafeterias where they had like that hot glass? She shoved me into it. So that way, like my hands were burnt and she did it. So it was like slightly off camera. So that way she couldn't get in trouble. Cause I, I went to the principal. I was like, Hey, like it's, shit's getting real. Like, and he couldn't see it on camera. So there was nothing because I didn't want to be caught out for, I guess, telling a teacher. So I wanted it to be caught on film, but she made sure that it wasn't. And it was just like, so she thought that out. She had it out for you, girl. Yeah. So how do you deal with negativity? Um, this, it gets me down sometimes. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it just, it can be quite hurtful when, you know, everyone's talking about you and like, you just tried your best and like, still people want to shit on you. People want to rain on your parade and that can be really hurtful and get you down. Mm. But I think like you need to feel those feelings in order to move past them and to be stronger. Like don't, you can't pretend that it doesn't hurt. You just need to kind of rise above it, realize those people suck, their low lives and you don't need them. And that's what I had to do. Unfortunately, a lot of times in my life, I ha- I've had to remove people that are not bringing out the best in me and are not, don't have my best interests in heart, you know? Yeah, I think that's the hardest part, especially when, no, oh, I don't know. I guess it's when it's someone close to you, that's when it hurts the most. Yeah. So how did you deal with people that, like teachers, peers, anyone that didn't see your vision? Yeah. Um, I honestly had- Like, t- what would they say? Can you just tell me that? What would they say? who anyone like that didn't see your vision that didn't believe in you um there was just like nasty like comments all the time like just little digs I remember this girl in primary school said to me your body is like this and my body's like this (laughs) and this was great like this was like grade four and I still remember that I remember I was three years old in a um one of those i think it was not sagamis but one of those like really big like restaurants that had yeah. a playground yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh i think you're talking about in berwick i don't know no it was in i think it was in mulgrave but i okay. think it's the same restaurant yeah, yeah. but like the mulgrave one anyway this girl <laughs> bumped heads with me and she was so upset with me that she called me fat she's like you're fat I still remember that. I came out of that that um, playground bawling my eyes out because this girl, don't get me wrong, I just ate like so much chicken yeah. nuggets at dinner and I probably was a little bit round. <laughs> <laughs> but that stuck with me. I also remember in, um, I was quite tanned as a child. Um, and this girl in kindergarten said to me, you can't like that boy because you're brown. And so I remember the next day, um, go, I had like a gravel kind of front, um, driveway. And I remember, I knew that the dust was kind of like white Oh no! <laughs> and I covered myself in this white dust. So that way I didn't look so brown. Oh my God. Yeah. Children are mean. Yeah. Kids are mean. And this is shit you remember yeah. because when you're young, that's it stuck when... with me. Exactly. Yeah. You covered yourself in a white gravel, Jess. Yeah. And I'm not even from, like, 
I'm not a person of color. I was just quite tanned. Just that European tan. I was very dark as a kid. So. So would you say that, how do I even (laughs) ask this? Would you say modeling and I guess this industry with competitive women would have a toll or an effect on your mental health? Oh, 1000%. Um, I think though, you know what I find crazy is that everything is subjective to your environment. So Mm. like, although you think to yourself, you know, oh, maybe if I make this, like maybe I'll be happier. Like when you make it, don't get me wrong, you're on like a high, but like everything is really relative. So eventually you'll feel those feelings again, no matter how successful you become. And it's really sad because you constantly think, oh, like maybe, you know, maybe if I move out of home, I'll be happier. Maybe, maybe if I get this job or maybe if like this really big brand posts me on Instagram, like maybe then, maybe then people will be nicer to me. Maybe then I'll feel better. Mm. But like, if you don't feel happy within yourself, no amount of success is going to make you feel good. And that's why so many celebrities like really hit rock bottom because yeah, they've got all this success and it's hard for people like us that are looking from the outside in going, Hey, like you've really made it. How can you be sad? And you've got like really amazing people that we've lost because of this, because of mental health issues. So it's a hundred percent real and a hundred percent happens, but it's like taking the initiative to recognize that you need help and getting the help you need. I mean, I've seen counselors, I've seen psychologists and like talking helps dealing with your feelings helps and you know what some people can be like yeah but I feel like you know I've been I've been given the short end of the stick like my parents never did this you know I never came from money like I never did this I never did that I grew up with a single mom Mm. and like I can say that I didn't have the most smooth sailing childhood but Like, that doesn't mean I can use that as an excuse in order to not be successful and to not push myself to achieve and to be better, to be a better version of myself. I could very much well use that as an excuse to be a shit person in life. Oh, yeah. But... I've seen it. Heard it. But what would that... What would that do? What would that give? You know? Like, what... I guess it's the path that you choose. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's just... You could have the same situation happen to, let's say, siblings. And one goes down the path of, like, oh, everything happens to me. Like, you know, and blame their parents for whatever has happened to them and their start their starting life. And then you've got another person be like, hey, you know what, this shit stuff happened, but, like, they did the best they could with the situation they had and I'm going to make something of myself. Yeah. You know? yeah. And recognize when you need help like it's so important to get help like I've had moments where I'm like I'd like bawl my eyes out in the shower I'm a cancerian I cry all the time same very emotional I am I am a crier I cry all the time my poor boyfriend is like what's going on (laughs) this girl's crying all the time men are like that they don't know how to deal with it yeah they're just like rubbing your back you're okay you obviously have a lot to, a lot going on for yourself. How do you not burn out, or do you burn out? Like what? what? I cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like definitely. There's moments where I'm like, 
I hate my life. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm, I'm struggling. Like at the start of the year, I was in a really dark place and mm. I was, and I, I have often moments like this where I'm like, I can't see the light out of the tunnel. Like, but it's because I've chosen so many beautiful and amazing people around me. I have really great friends that are doing incredible things for themselves that have gone through this. One of my really good girlfriends has a, she has got two businesses now. She's 25. Wow. She's got two businesses and she's so successful, but COVID hit her like it did a lot of people. Yeah, 100%. And like having people like that really uplift you around you helps during those dark times. You know, if I had have had those friends around me in high school, I can't say I would have been the same person achieving the same things, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Bringing up your busy life, what does a day in Jess's shoes look like? It really varies. I'm a very spontaneous person. Like, I just booked flights to Bali, like, just then. Mm. And when I was 19, I just booked a flight to Europe by myself for a month. I was just like, see ya! And I booked it, like, two days before I flew out. And my mum was, like, having heart attacks. She was like, what is going on? <laughs> but honestly, I I usually have a really slow morning. Um, but it depends if I have a modelling job. I usually do my hair and makeup. You do your own? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes they have makeup artists on set. But, yeah, I, sometimes they don't. And so I have to do my own hair and makeup. Um, and then I'll drive to the job. Might be shooting for a couple hours. It's really exhausting. And then usually, depending on the day, I might have uni, I might have to do a couple of classes, might have to do a couple of assignments. I'm a really last minute person, I'm not that organized. So, which doesn't help when you have a busy schedule. So yeah, usually it's like my assignments due at 11.59 and I'm like, 11.50, still like typing, like trying to get this assignment in. Yeah. And so, yeah, my, my day varies. And then I usually have school pickup pick up the kids from school, make them dinner, do all the stuff around the house, washing, cleaning, take them to after school activities. And then I usually finish work, come home and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like dead. I'm oh so tired because my days are so hectic, but it varies. Like there'll be days where I, I'll just sit at home and I won't do anything at all. Dude, that's still very, very busy. I cannot do it. I can't start my day without a coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Start with a coffee. And then I start. Yeah. I'm actually, don't talk to me. I'm not awake until I've had the coffee. I'm not a morning person. I actually, I don't know. Are you, you... sure? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you booked the morning session here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because I mean, early morning. If if you wake me up, my boyfriend knows that I just do not talk to me. I remember my mom used to hate waking me up for school in the morning because I would just be so oh angry with the world. Like, get out of my face. Like, I hated lights. I think I had like a lot of issues when I was growing up. <laughs> like raging OCD like I could not have lights on yeah yeah <laughs> it had to be dark and I was just a complete weirdo one of my childhood friends recently said to me Jess I remember this one time you absolutely lost your shit because you couldn't find your hand moisturizer before you went to bed and it just like made me laugh because like no one knows that side to me no one you know understands that and has really seen that other than you know the people that live with me like my yeah. boyfriend and my mum um, but I, I don't know if you saw one of my recent TikToks. I, I decided to, um, purchase my humps by, um, Black yes, Eyed Peas. I saw that. Yes. 
As your ringtone. As my, yeah, alarm tone, right? Yeah. And I thought this song is going to wake me up in the morning. I'm going to feel great because I love this song. I G up every time, no matter how much I listen to it. But I didn't listen to the start of the song. And so every morning that I have an alarm, instead of like, you know, what you going to do with <laughs> instead of that, yeah. it's like <laughs> really loud trumpets. <laughs> like, oh, because the start right. of the song is like, yeah and i'm just like <laughs> waking up like you're in fucking boot camp oh god, or something oh my god every morning i'm just like in disarray yeah. because i'm like oh. so yeah i haven't quite tackled mornings they're still challenging um but yeah how do you go in the mornings your morning lady hmm i have to get up in the morning because i start work at seven so i have to get up at five. Oh no yeah and feed the dogs and do what i got to do Oh, I can't just get up and go. You have dogs? Yeah, I got two American Staffies. Oh, cute. Yeah. 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 All right. Quick 60 second quick fire round. All right. Yeah. You ready? I'm ready. One, two, three, go. What book or movie do you recommend? Miracle in Cell Number 7. Why? It's a Turkish movie on Netflix. You can watch it. Um, and it's just incredible story. It's really hard to watch because it's an awful turn of events, but it has a really beautiful ending. If you could have dinner with two people dead or alive, who would they be? Um, gosh, Leonardo DiCaprio, but when he was younger. Oh, yes. Oh, I still fit in the 25 category, so maybe I'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know how he dates like 25-year-old models and under? Oh, yeah. you're, in, you're in. <laughs> Next question. Um, what does the next five years look for Jessica? Korean Jack. Gosh, I want to be international. I want to do international. Okay. And finishing my degree. I like that. I want to walk through Chadston Shopping Centre and see you at the front of oh. all those. Ooh, I'm hoping that happens to a brand quite soon. I'm not sure if it will, but it might. Everyone listening, you already heard that. <laughs> and guys, again, Jessica, I want to say thank you for taking the time out today to You're hop so on welcome. with us. Thank um, you for having me. It was really good catching up yes. as well. Um, and I just want to wish you all the best, especially with modeling. I know that's your big dream. I just, I, like I said, I hope to see you at, on really big billboards, okay? Oh, when, on TV. When, when I'm there. Like, it's happening. We have to speak to the person because it's happening. Yeah, it, it's like, when yeah. It happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. I'll be back, guys. You are listening to the UK Love Podcast. I'm your host, Peter. See you soon.